Today's podcast is presented to you by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you'll get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co. That's again, podgo, P-O-D-G-O dot C-O. And be sure to add the Social Work Rants podcast in the How Did You Hear About Podgo section of your application. Disclaimer, this podcast is not to be a substitute for individual therapy. If you need assistance, call 911 if you're in the U.S. or any emergency phone number. If you need help, if you feel depressed, anxious, reach out to someone. This podcast is for educational or entertainment purposes only. Thank you. Versus work back to home, the range back to home. I may go out. Um, I know a lot of people been talking real big on like the COVID um, numbers here in DFW, but at the same time, a lot of the businesses because they lost so much money, and the governor makes it at the business's discretion on whether they mandate you wear a mask or not, and most businesses. It's just at your personal discretion. Like, if you want to wear a mask, wear one. If not, then don't. So, um, mm. far as I know, far as the hospitals and things, I don't know. There's not really much I can speak on specifically um, to that because I work in a dialysis facility, but I do know the amount of patients being admitted with COVID or the current patients catching COVID, those numbers have gone down. So when mm-hmm. they say numbers are constantly rising, I'm not really sure where that comes from. So that's why like, I can't specifically speak on that. Okay. Yeah, I mean, there's just so, so much information. There's a lot of like false information. Yeah. So like, I, that's why I wanted to like, get your perspective on what you see was being re- reported we know the news makes stuff up sometimes and exaggerate. So, or or not or not telling stuff that's actually happening because even like like I went to um, a doctor's appointment with my dad yesterday, and like they they asked, oh, "Have have you been any been around anyone with measles or chickenpox?" And I was like, "Oh, that's." The one they ask like all the COVID questions, mm-hmm. and it's like I was like, oh, that's that's a new that's a new question being asked. Like, why why did you ask that? Say, like, oh, because you no, know, we're we're anticipating a possible measles and chickenpox outbreak. You no, know, with the kiddos because uh, because of COVID, a lot of parents uh, uh, ha- haven't been taking the kids to to the doctors. So no, like, that's where? something we we're we're anticipating a possibility of that. So like, why isn't that? And then you want everybody, all these kids to go back to school <laughs> in person. So, like, oh boy. 
Yeah, now that part doesn't make sense to me. And I'm like, if y'all anticipating all of the, um, I don't know what to call it, outbreaks, all these other, I don't know, conditions coming out, then like, why is everything opening back up? And it's like, okay, is somebody lying somewhere? Like, what's really going on? Yeah. So, and how y'all yeah, get measles and chicken pox out of COVID? Like, I don't, I don't know. Some some stuff is questionable. I don't doubt that something's making people sick and killing people, but I'm just like, they they doing too much at a certain point. It's like, come on, y'all need to be consistent on what you're saying and what you're doing if you want people to trust you. Yeah, exactly. That like I I, I want I, I know the science is like always changing and stuff like that, but uh, there needs to be more uh a consistent consistent message now you're talking about people who, who are already vaccinated gotta wear masks and, and now even today like i saw um um in new york like they they uh restaurants and, and gyms are going to be uh, asking people to, to like bring in their like their vaccination cards before they go into a restaurant or, or, or go work out in the gym. So I'm like, okay. Oh, wow. See, now Texas said they was going to do that. Ain't nobody asked nobody for no, <laughs> no <laughs> vaccination card yet. Now, you know, that's, so I'm just like, okay, the government doesn't have a good rap sheet with people anyway with being truthful. So I'm just like, mm-hmm. you know, like you can't expect people to trust what you're saying or expect people you to you know to just gobble up everything you say and you haven't been been consistent and you haven't been doing right by people. Right. So um, yeah. I mean they I mean te- te- Texas uh, got got a uh, a main senator who does that Mr. Cruz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I don't trust none of them. So I'm just like, okay, y'all y'all do your thing. It's not bothering me on a individual yeah. basis but you yeah, as know, long as, exactly uh, as long as them bother you on an individual basis just e- e- even like today in, in new york state like they got uh, uh go- the governor cuomo like they did an investigation and they they found evidence he like su- supposedly uh uh was sexually harassing the women and there's evidence you no know, for that so <laughs> so it's it's all these politicians, both Democrats, Republicans, they all like <laughs> full of crap for the most part. Yeah, and I agree with you on that. I'm starting to find a lot of social workers who find themselves like all of y'all liars. Like this is just <laughs> it's it's like two two parents who got a divorce and they're fighting over who's gonna have the say so on what. So, you know both parties fighting against each other on who's going to have the say-so and how the country going to be ran. I'm just like, this is crazy. This is so childish. Exactly. Well, well even uh, even uh, President Biden lied. Like, I'll, 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 uh, I'll do $10,000 for students on that debt, and we're still waiting on, still waiting on that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so, so tell me more... So you you mentioned you know about you know doing the self care you know with the women and 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 the firearms and now now have you always been been into like the the firearms aspect or do you have like a certain background about that or how did you get into that? Um, no, no law law enforcement. That's a you. No military. That's a no. 
Um, I came into firearm, um, my interest in firearms because of my husband. He's now he's prior Air Force. He's a veteran. Um, he was drill sergeant and small arms instructor. And once we left my hometown in Louisiana, came to Dallas, um, the market here supported um, firearms training more than back home did. And so he was like, hey, I'm going to start a business. Um, his business name is Body Bio Tactical. So when he started that, um, we were already fitness trainers together. So then he started that and I was there with him doing that throughout grad school. So that's where the skill and the knowledge and everything came from. So my connection to him. Oh, okay. Thank you to your husband for, for, for his service. Yeah, yeah, grad grad school paired with um helping him with his business that that birth tactical social worker. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, that, I mean that that's great. And and then y'all y'all working together and and doing things. So you know it it's important that you you gotta you know find a partner that's you know willing to accept your vision and if you guys are under like the insane umbrella doing say similar type of things that makes things you would think would make things even better yeah and it, it does it does i'm caught it being in alignment <laughs> exactly <laughs> right uh how, how was um 2020 for for you and you know for your husband like I you know, I always ask that question just I'd like to get people's perspectives on, on how everything's been from beginning of a pandemic or even the start of 20, 2020 wasn't all that great either but once pandemic hit like how, how was 2020 for you um it wasn't that bad um I don't know. Being in Texas, Texas is Texas does what it wants to do, <laughs> regardless. <laughs> so, so like the stores started closing down early, but it's just like okay, we just also what time we go to the store. Um, you had to wear a mask everywhere, so adjusting to wearing the mask all the time in the heat was probably the hardest part of everything. To be mm. honest with you, but I can see how it could have been a strain for people who are like social butterflies who had their routines with going out, getting out the house. You know, I could see how things could have been stressful for them, but I mostly do what I need to do outside, come back in the house. So not really being able to go anywhere wasn't that bad. Except when it came to, we had to cancel a couple of -of out-of-state trainings um, because we travel um, for our firearm training. So having to reschedule a couple of those, it wasn't too much of an inconvenience because the airlines didn't um, give us too much hell on postponing the trips. And I started at the dialysis facility at the beginning of COVID. And with that, I started working towards my clinical hours. So I'm not really fussing about that (laughs) because I'm a little bit over halfway done. So I'm just like, it wasn't the chaos to me on TV, what I heard about on TV was an exaggeration of what was going on, like in reality at the local level, Mm. you know? So 
then that's at least me. That's me speaking for me, you know, not speaking for anyone else's experience. Right. right. And, and, you know, I, I understand that. And, you know, I wanted to bring that perspective out. Like everybody's situation is different. Um, and just every, every, that's the thing with COVID. Everybody's going to have a story and everybody's story is going to be completely different because people experience different things and a few people don't it's like okay it hasn't like you just said it has it hasn't really bothered me it doesn't affect like my lifestyle too much i mean um so no thank you no for for your transparency with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and especially just um like you mentioned before like the, like the media likes to exaggerate stuff and like the the media just loves throwing your 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 governor <laughs> under the bus like all, <laughs> all day every day is like man this guy's a, a freaking idiot <laughs> he's what the hell is he doing and, and, but but I'm glad you said that that you're right Texas is gonna do what what Texas is gonna do no no matter what and, yeah and, and, and even Texas like, always been the rebellious <laughs> the rebellious <laughs> child of the United States. Texas and Florida seems like they do what they want to do. Oh yeah, Florida is like uh, that's a whole a whole other uh, cup of tea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm, I'm I'm not going to Florida anytime soon. Like on the, like, for me, like the whole state of Florida need to be need to take a helicopter and just like spray like the whole freaking state with like Lysol. Let's <laughs> just like start over. Yeah, Florida stay cutting up. I'll say that they they're in the news a, a lot. Florida and Texas are in the news a lot for a multitude of things. So I'm not even <laughs> I'm not even gonna rebut that rebuttal that. Oh, um. So so what do you um in going back to your business? What what do you like envision going forward? Like I mean, this year is like flying by, but like for the rest of. 2021 going into like 2022? Um, my goal is to, once I finish my clinical hours, to test for my LCSW. Okay. That way I can practice independently and, um, you know, possibly start picking up contracts with um, like school systems, you know, to educate children on firearm safety in case, you know, parents have firearms in the homes or they... Right with going to other children's house and you know just learning like the safety behind it so we can do something with these these negligent situations that's happening in the community um also i'm still on the fence about um doing direct practices about direct therapy if i do it'll be in a non-traditional setting and definitely a non-traditional sense so but that's that's the biggest my biggest thing and getting myself to in a situation where I can walk away from employment by by this time next year and just mm-hmm. be a hundred percent focused on my business. Well, that, that's a that's a great great goal to have, and a lot of people are he- are headed that headed that way, or at least they you know they want to, and, and so now. And I wish you uh, know the best with, know with that. Thank and, you for that. And, it's, and it sounds like you know, just uh, with the whole self care with 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 the women uh, that that definitely they're 
there's a, a need for that, a niche for that. So uh, um, definitely good, good luck with that. Yep, I appreciate that. Thank you, sir. And, uh, and make sure you say you do your business travel and save your, your receipts because you can write that off. <laughs> Look, I have a whole report. Every, every time we leave the if it's business related, it's swipe, swipe on that business card. Yeah. So, yeah, having to keep up. It's easier to keep up with everything now and I just use the card for it versus, you know, them that keeping up receipts be be hectic. Yeah, I know. I'm a, I'm I'm not that that great uh, of an organizer. So like, I'll just you know you like you grab any any receipt and just like put it in your pocket. Like it's like no no I need the I need this receipt. Like <laughs> yeah, put it in my mm-hmm. put it in my binder that that I got from uh, from when I first filed the the, the LLC and. Uh, and they they gave they gave me this big big ass binder, <laughs> so I like stick it in there, <laughs> and I actually actually like bought like a a little notebook that has like month to month like expenses. So I'm like I'm trying to like you know do do that do that myself, and then just at the end of the year just put it on the spreadsheet, like send it to my CPA. Like here you go, like you <laughs> figure it out. <laughs> okay, thank you. Okay, it's it. The connection with it being funny. It was saying connecting, then it popped back up, said connected. Yeah. See, look, Bass, this is this is your sign to um start using Zoom. <laughs> yeah. This anchor app gave us hell in the beginning and now it's trying to cut up again. <laughs> yeah, I, I I think for for maybe like the the next one I I'm just gonna gonna try it and and just like Stack it up and, and, and figure it out. I already just like my 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 fourth or fifth like uh, interview like for for the new for the new season. And this is like mm-hmm. the the first one that's like really <laughs> cutting up today. Mm, yeah, said so maybe these these platforms don't want me out here talking talking on nobody <laughs> podcast because I swear it's tech it's technical difficulties every time I get on a podcast, and I would just like. Okay, it's something's totally. out there trying to stop me from getting my message out uh-huh. there, but let me keep pushing. <laughs> Maybe anchors like realizing I'm, I'm speaking to someone in, from from Texas. I'm a huge Giant fan. I can't stand the the Cowboys. Like we're gonna <laughs> we, 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 we gonna cut it short. Like <laughs> shoot, you never know. <laughs> you know, where where can people people find you? Um. On Instagram, um, Instagram handle is tactical social worker, all one word, underscore PLLC. My website is tactical social worker.com. Facebook, of course, is tactical social worker as well. <laughs> Email address is tactical social worker at gmail.com. Cool. Awesome. Um, and, uh, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. And thank you for uh, having me. No, thank you for for that you do in the field. No, no, again, no, no best of luck with, no, with the business for for the rest of this year. Okay, thank you. I appreciate that. All so right. that means next time I listen listen to one of your um, sessions, it's going to be on a Zoom, right? <laughs> because you pulled the audio from be, Zoom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. My it might it might sound sound even better. Yeah. Okay then. <laughs> Cool. Take care. Have a good one. I'll be too. Bye. Bye.
I am actually good uh, sitting around on the couch updating my resume and stuff. Yeah, I hear that. <laughs> so the time difference is like one or two hours because I know you're in New York, correct? Yeah, the, yeah. Currently, right now, as of this recording, I'm I'm in New York. Uh, though I moved to Delaware, I'm I'm up here for the week. Oh, I see. Ya. Where Where are you located? Um, I'm in Dallas. I live in in Dallas in the DFW area in Texas. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm out here. I'll actually be in Philly um, next month for a firearms training. Oh, nice. Well, we'll, we'll get we'll get into that. So, um, let let uh, everybody know who you are in our wonderful field of, of social work. Okay. Happy Tuesday and hello, everyone. My name is Latasha Oliver, LMSW. I am the visionary and founder behind Tactical Social Worker, PLLC. Um, with that, that's, that's my baby. That's my, my program, my business. Um, I took social work, the mental health aspect of social work, um, and I use it in my role as a firearms instructor. And with that, I teach women how to create safe spaces, maintain those safe spaces, both with and without a firearm. So in their personal lives, in their professional lives, um, moving about everyday intimate relationships. So the whole boundary setting aspect and staying safe, it goes beyond just carrying a firearm. And I know that's a little you know, awkward for some people to understand, especially depending on what state you live in and what your gun laws look like. So, right, but <laughs> but, but that's but 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 that's good because um, you no, know, a main uh, proponent of, of you know the, the podcast is to have other social workers who are using social work skills and just doing something completely out the norm that's not talked about in grad school or is not really talked about online or on on instagram on facebook or or twitter so that uh that's perfect so how, so how does exactly do like you use the skills to to do what you do okay so i'll give you i'll give you a scenario okay so you know even just from the another social worker view you know we talk about mental health and trauma and boundaries and self-care and safe spaces, but there's real, there's no like blueprint to tell you how to help someone else create that. There's no blueprint to tell you how to create that for yourself. So yeah, okay, you're supposed to stand up for yourself. So well, how, you know, how do I do that? What does that look like? And okay, now that I've stood up for myself, this person doesn't give a damn and things feel like they may escalate to something physical. So now what am I supposed to do with standing, standing up for myself? Do I just back down or like what happens next? Like, how do I know what's a good boundary or not? Like, how do I acknowledge like when I feel safe? What's, you know, what's safe for me? So something I do with that, with the women who come through my class is, it's based on personal safety and it's based on what the law says. And for, for the most part, most women end up there 
their personal safety they learn is far greater than what the law says it has to be. Mm-hmm. Like for example, in Texas, there's a 21 foot rule, you know, for to feel threatened by someone with or without a weapon. But when you look at and you actually like measure 21 feet, that's not a whole lot of physical space between you and someone that may be, you know, presenting physical harm to you. So. Yeah, you're right about that, because even like the the whole six feet that, that we've been doing <laughs> or trying to do for a year and a half, that's not. Yeah, it's not that. That's not that far. <laughs> no, barely, barely an arm's length. So it's just like, okay, I still feel kind of awkward. Like they standing on the edge of the six feet, and they still kind of breathing down my neck. Like you mm-hmm. know, stuff go sideways with someone being being that close. But I do help women like recognize, help them understand what safety looks and feels like to them, and being able to practice that like in everyday everyday life. So emotionally, spiritually, mentally, physically, sexually, all of the above. Yeah, that's great. Uh, how, how long you been doing that? Since 2017, okay. I started out helping my husband with his women firearm clients. Um, 2018 really is when everything kind of merged together. So you could say 2018 officially with the tactical social worker spin on it. I didn't PLLC until last year. You know, that whole imposter syndrome and stuff like that. We got to get through <laughs> it professional. So right. <laughs> um, legalize, put the PLLC on what I was doing. So well, that, that's, that's great. Now, um, to, to even... No, no, unpack that real quick. Now, in terms of you know getting the the LLC and and having your your own business, I know I've seen a lot more in the you know, social workers you know talking about that and you know running their own businesses. Or obviously, in grad school, they they don't even like bring that up at all. They go get your license and then do do the clinical work. <laughs> but like, but like, yeah, you need like. A business license like how do like how do you do that where you, where you go for that like and each state is different so it's like so so what what was your your process with that so and that started in undergrad undergrad i i never wanted to do clinical social work the whole mm-hmm. idea of like therapy and even back then the whole idea of therapy i feel looking back now it's kind of whitewashed the sitting on the couch in a room, weird looking, awkward, uncomfortable room talking to people. Of um, clinical social work wasn't wasn't in mind. Um, so I had a couple of professors in undergrad who were had they own nonprofits, but who worked in another business as well. So I was like, ooh, entrepreneurship, like working for myself, that seems like a safe route to go until I figure things out. <laughs> so mm. that led me to um, UTA. UTA, which is the University of Texas at Arlington. That's um, okay. a prominent social work school here in Texas. Um, it's like one of the top three um, in Texas. So that's where I went for social work grad school. And I didn't take the clinical route with that. I took the macro route um, and they call it CAP social work out here. So community and administrative practices. So we did a lot on like grant writing, 
creating programs, like outcomes, like goals, like things like that. So mm. that helped me bring everything together. But I still was kind of missing that clinical piece because I'm still seeing how both tie into each other. And I know in social work school, we experience a lot of bias, like people saying, go this route, go to macro route, go to clinical route. And honestly, we need, I feel like we need both of it to be effective with our clients on a broad and smaller scale, because you might have to create a program or get created with the way you approach one of your treatment plans for a client. And if you're stuck on one side or the other, like you're doing a disservice to your clients. That's just, that's my outlook on it. So right, that, that makes how, sense. And my husband is an entrepreneur. So of course, kind of like picking up a lot of the business um, traits and things from him helped me along the way. Okay. Yeah, that's good. Cause you know, uh, I got my 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 own LLC, uh, uh, Bass City Entertainment. It was a uh, self care. I do. I'm trying to do a virtual Zumba classes. Has been kind of put on hold, but I'm also writing my 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 first book, I'm writing a poetry book. So that's under my my LLC, and just like the whole getting the business license, and then like you know, just just everything that entails, and still learning and. And I'm trying to get like my 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 car since I drive like for business and trying to, which I should have did from the beginning. Get get my car under my business name. So like just for tax purposes, it's a lot of well, just for taxes alone, it's good just to have an LLC. So you have to write off. Hey, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, sorry. Baby, this anchor app would not let us be great. <laughs> yeah sometimes it's like that I'm, I'm like contemplating i may have to just suck it up and do it on zoom and figure out just to transcribe the audio and and do that extra stuff <laughs> yep the the few podcasts i've done they they pull the audio from zoom and do it do it that way so it, it might be a more <laughs> secure way to do it if they keep kicking us I, out I think- I think that's that's my uh, that's my Im- imposter syndrome, like <laughs> to not free, be able to figure that out <laughs> to 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 put the audio on, on anchor from from Zoom. Yeah, and I'm I'm like, that's not anything I'm um, well versed at, so I can't even <laughs> offer it <laughs> on that. I'm just like, um, I know it's been done before, but <laughs> okay. Yeah, so so we we were talking about uh, your your whole uh, process and journey getting your your LLC, which is uh, it says your your baby. We talk we talk more about that. Um. So yeah, I went through one eight hundred accountant. Um. A couple people, well, a few people I know did it themselves, like with going to look up the paperwork and file the paperwork and these deadlines. Just me and the way anxiety set up I'm just like no I'm gonna be worried that I missed something I overlooked something so I'm like no I got enough things going on as is that's one thing I'm I'm just gonna hand off to somebody else so 1-800-ACCOUNTANT takes care of like all my paperwork and tax deadlines and things like that so they're kind of like one of those um well correction back up I went through legal zoom to get everything set up. Then 1-800-ACCOUNTANT came in place to help like with the tax, the um, tax filing purposes and things like that. And there's a 
a portion of their services that will help you get funding, find funding for your business as well. Mm. Yeah, so, I, I did. I did the the legal Zoom uh, uh, as well. So okay, yeah, so definitely, definitely, you know, it came in handy. Uh, and then the tax piece. That's you know, you go through a CPA like like everything else, or like one eight hundred. You know, tax accounting. There's so many things out there. It's, it's like so much information is almost like information overloads. Like where to go? <laughs> you want to do the do things right and I have like the IRS like on you. <laughs> yeah, baby. I do not want them problems. <laughs> exactly. Especially if you haven't like really made it for, for those starting out that haven't even started making money yet. <laughs> they already got it. Don't need to be shelling out all this money to the IRS. <laughs> right. I got enough money as it is. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm already not not making enough in social work. Now you want me to give you give you money for my business that I don't right. have. Right, I haven't even made it. Like the audacity! How dare you? <laughs> so, uh, how how are things in in Dallas? Uh, you know, you see on the news, and you see the. The, the governor, from a, a lot of people's perspective, just a, acting a, a damn fool. <laughs> but uh, what what what's the what's the real deal going on in Texas? Um, you talking about COVID and stuff? COVID, it'd be COVID. It just uh, what what are you seeing that that's not like really being re- reported? It could be COVID. It could be just just anything. <laughs> 